0: Hello. Namaste. I welcome you all to the hundred and third Easy Ayurveda group of the session. I cordially welcome all of the students to this session and on behalf of us all of our students I cordially welcome Dr. Guraja sir to this session. Good evening and Namaste sir. I also cordially welcome Dr. Raghuram sir to this session. Good evening and Namaste sir. So this session is brought to you by EasyAyurveda.com. I dedicate this and all of my works at the Holy Feet of Dr. H. Chandrasekhar So coming to the topic of the day, uh, Kanchanara Gugulu. So somebody wanted to know uh, about Kanchanara Gugulu, uh, its uses. So before we dive into all, all aspects of Kanchanara Gugulu, I, I request Dr. Guradha, sir, to sir to introduce this medicine to all of us students.
1: Thank you, Chandrasekhar. Kanchanara Gugulu is one of the very well celebrated drug of Ayurveda and it is uh, one of the best combination of drugs uh, specifically combined with uh, Trikatu, Triphala, Trijata and guggulu, Kanchina and Varuna, fibroids, RNA, something like a tumour, a solid tumour or something like that. So which type of condition many times we come across in many many cases. but. To this um, very specific point of uh, practice orientation is it is extensively useful in wherever there is lymph node involvement are there. So we can straight away with this drug simple um, main uh, utilization of this drug is in case of Galaganda or Gandamala then after that definitely because its capacity and ability to act on lymph nodes when the lymph nodes becomes uh, abnormal due to the disease, it behaves like a tumor. So then Kanchanalagugulu, and this Kanchanalagugulu is a versatile drug in thyroid-related issues or any nodular growths. It may be even in the uterus, it may be fibroids, it may be breast adenoids, fibroadenoids so many things. So in these conditions, very extensively can be used and it has a capacity to penetrate in such a way that because of its two qualities, as well as Triyatas, they have a Tikshna in them. So they carry these drugs to the deepest tissue and helps to overcome it. And that's why it is one of the celebrated drugs in case of uh, Galaganda, gandamala, Apache, Arbuda, or even fibroid, or inesis formations. So all these things, usually this drug is one
2: of the important and
1: primary uh, yoga which is used. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, Raghuram,
0: sir, your experience with uh, Kanchanara and...
2: Uh, Thank you, sir. Uh, Gururajar, sir, has given uh, a brief description of uh, Kanchanara Guguru, how it acts uh, uh, in these conditions, Uh, especially when when there are nodular involvements. uh, Definitely Kanchanara Guguru uh, is uh, the drug of choice. I found that uh, so whenever there are enlargements, especially when it is given with Trifala kashaya or uh, a self-made Trifala kashaya, if the patient can make Trifala kashaya and use Kanchanara gugudo along with it or just a Haritaki uh, kashaya, so detection of Haritaki, Terminal Achibula, only with that if it is given. So this was a tip given by some uh, uh, Ayurveda practitioner, so I just wanted to experiment uh, this uh, Kanchanara gugudo with hot water, with Trifala uh, Kashaya and also Haritaki Kashaya. So, with Trifala Kashaya and Haritaki Kashaya, it gave uh, better results than with hot water when it was given with the cystic swelling, colitis. maybe. Yes, tonsillitis is another uh, area where we can use uh, uh, Trifala Guguru. So, this, uh, yeah, as uh, sir said, it is a prized medicine, it is a popular medicine. So, depending on the discretion of uh, the physician, and also, how we read the samprati. So, whenever there are glandular enlargements, cystic enlargements in those conditions, uh, we can administer Kanchana This one small tip I wanted to add. So, if uh, the others can also experiment with Trifala Kashaya and also Haritaki Kashaya and just note the differences, if there are any differences, am I the only person to note that? Or uh, if some practitioners also can do this and uh, uh, note down their uh, observations and uh, discuss with us point out and uh, bring it to our notice then it will uh, help in a broad spectrum study so this is what i have uh, seen so probably uh, maybe with other kashayas also with gugulu tiktaka kashaya kanchanara gugulu goes with the uh, kanchanara gugulu really goes good with the varanadi kashayam so this is another effective combination i have found varanadi kashayam so many people use uh, varanadi kashayam varadi kashayam along with the kanchanara Guguru in thyroid cases and thyroid hypothyroidism induced obesity cases also varanadi kashayam is given along with kanchinara so there also it is uh, having very good uh, effect so overall it's a broad spectrum medicine depending upon uh, uh, the decision of the physician and the diagnosis and the dosha doshas, and also how the samprati is broken by the physician they can use it accordingly with uh, different anupanas and kanchinara will definitely yield uh, very good results of course while speaking about conditions like hypothyroidism obesity and all those things are those diseases, systemic disorders where uh, uh, simple medicines ca- can be useful, but if they are subjectively brought along with a corrected dietetic pattern and also the lifestyle modulations and very importantly with the uh, the Shodana courses like virachana, Udvartana is very helpful in uh, hypothyroidism and uh, obesity related to hypothyroidism. Udvartana like uh, Sneapana, Udvartana, swedana, and then followed with Virechana using Shayam and Shayam uh, or Varadika Shayam with uh, Kanchanara Gugulo. These things will yield uh, extremely, really good results. Overall, in uh, these chronic cases like hypothyroidism and obesity, we need to have a broad spectrum approach depending on which stage of the uh, disease we are handling with and. Uh, what complications, whether it is complicated conditions or less complications, it is an acute condition, a chronic condition, depending on so many factors, our approach and the mix and match of the therapies along with the oral medications will come into the play. So a uh, treatment need to be very well planned in these diseases. In uh, diseases like tonsillitis and some other cystic and uh, glandular enlargement, Kanchanara Gugulu itself, given for one month, one and a half month, starts giving very good results. Go to your Thank you, uh, Raghu sir.
0: And quickly going through the shloka of uh, Kanchanara Gugulu. This is from Vaisajaratnavali Galagandadi Rogachikisa. So it is clearly mentioned in lymphadenitis, uh, hypothyroidism, etc. conditions. So the shloka says, Kanchanara se grihuniyat, twotam pancha palon mitam, nagarasya kana yascha, marichasya palam palam, orthya vibhita Palam Ardham pratak pratak. Varunasya Akshame Patra Kaila Tuacham Tankam Tankam Samadaya Sarvani Katra Yava Yavachurna Vidam Tava Sarvam Tava Nevatra Guguluhu Sankutya Sarvame Katra Pindam KRITVA VIDHARAYET Gutika Mahashikaha Krutwa Prabhate Bakshe Naraha. So, this is, uh, this is explaining the ingredients of it Kantanara, then Trikatu, uh, Ginger, Black Pepper, and Long Pepper then Trifala, Haritakivitak and Amalaki, Varuna is there as well. Then uh, Ela, Tvak, and Patra are also there. So these are made into a combination. And equal to all these ingredients, Gugulu is taken. And it is founded well to prepare the Panchanara Gugulu. In the traditional ingredient, I mean, indications, it is explained, Galagandam, Jayatugram, Apache, Marbudanicha. Granthin Ranani Gulmamstha, Kushtanicha Bhagandaram, Pradeya Chanu Panartham, Quato Munditika Bhava, Quatha Kadira Sarasya, Quatha Kosno Bhaya Bhava, Bhaya Bhava. It is explained. So the traditional indications of it include. Galaganda, uh, that we discussed uh, in brief, cervical lymphadenitis and all lymphatic channel conditions, hypothyroidism can also be included in this. Uh, some people include multinodular nodular goiter also in this uh, under the purview pr- of Galaganda. Then Apache, sits and fibroids, Arbuda, various tumors and fibroids again. Another interesting thing uh, here explained is Varana, uh, ulcers and wounds, uh, Gulma, various skin diseases. Uh, bhagandara are explained and specifically three different uh, cold drinks are explained or anupana is are explained for this one is decoction of mundi or mundi kashaya, periyanthas indicus, or khadira kashaya, uh, uh, kashaya katechu, or hari, haritaki kashaya or abhaya kashaya is explained gurajasa to understand its uh, function on uh, like a uh, on the wound like it is explained as Vrana is used as a, an indication but it contains Trikatu Google itself is like hot. probably it would help in say improving the blood circulation to the local area thereby improving the chances of wound healing
1: basically all those Ushnadiraviyas they does the Pachana so there is an Amapachana because ulcer, if it is there, or it may be an abscess or something like that or where there is a pakha that needs to be subjected for proper digestion of the unwanted things there. So then the wound becomes somewhat uh, clean and that wound later starts healing fast. So in order to bring that, that's called Vrana Shodhana purposes, so to remove the slough or anything like that. So, in order to digest and throw away the, these uh, things which are becoming in the way of obstacles for the human healing such type of things needs to be cleansed out. So, that purpose will be carried out by the trifala as well as even the trikatus and in the tri- uh, trijata. Particularly, trikatu and trijata will do that for purpose. And definitely, these will help to carry the material to the deepest tissues and thereby improve the circulation as well. Then, totally, the new supplements will come through the blood, definitely
2: helps for the healing of the wound. Thank you Guru Rajasar, so that's uh, a logical explanation of this. Uh, Yeah, so when we see these things, so you can see Vrana, uh, one way of looking at the Kala is also the associated disorders. So when we are seeing through the Kala that is the benefits or the chief areas where a particular drug or a herb or a compound is acting, we need to see what uh, conditions have been given as a whole there we can see galaganda apache arbuda granthi gulma kusta bagandara. so when we can when we see here we know that in kusta Taishara Guguru is also useful okay and Trifala Guguru is also useful in gulma also likewise many medicines may be useful in bagandara again Trifala Guguru is also useful so when we see this condition there is some uh, if we can find some logic in clinical practice to see the related conditions which have been mentioned in the palashruti here Vrana ulcers and wounds, Guru Jasa rightly said, Ama Pachana, when we see all these conditions predominantly where Kanchanara Guguru is acting what we see is a high Kapha condition. So when there is high Kapha, high Ama in the conditions where some secretions, some unwanted uh, liquid products are held inside the body and as a result of that there are some pressure wounds and pressure ulcers which are manifested and the ulcers and wounds which are related to the granti, gulma, kusta, baganda in those conditions where there is kapha uh, predominant conditions, there is oozing. Okay, so there is itching in those wounds and ulcers. In such type of wounds and ulcers, we can selectively choose Kanchanara Gugulu. So or else when, uh, in other conditions like uh, the kusta where uh, Taishwara Gugulu or Pajatikta Gugulu or Trifala Gugulu, different types of Gugulu have been indicated, we can use them selectively. So here why, the question was really valid, amongst all, why ulcers and wounds are mentioned here, Varana. So that probably is an indication that we need to study ulcers and wounds or the Varana in relation to the other kapha-related disorders, ama-related disorders where Kanchanara has been used. In those conditions, if ulcers and wounds are manifested, we can readily uh, make a choice of Kanchanara Gugulu.
1: Even in that uh, Galaganda Apache Arbuda Granthi, there will be uh, solid tumors in the initial stages. If it is not treated properly or not medication has been done or initiation has not taken place, then there may be chances that they themselves open up and to form an ulcer. So it's basically previously it was galaganda, Rapaji, Arbuda, something like that, which is a solid tumor previously. Now it has become, taken a shape of an ulcer. In those condition also, it can be used.
0: And coming to the dose of it, it the shloka itself explains so masha masha can mean two things. In one meaning it means seven hundred and fifty mg, and in another context meaning it means one gram. And specifically it is, it is told prabhate bhakshen meaning it is to be uh, taken in the morning. Question to Guraja sir first and then Ragram sir, this ansana Gugulu and also other Gugulus, how do you look at the dose and what is the maximum dose you would go for, sir? See
1: there is a typical way of Shodhana, then good nature, then whatever the quantity mentioned, the nature mention, mentioned, that can be taken a dose for the whole day. It should be whole, whole day, so that's something that. Uh, one gram of gugulu of kanchnara can be taken in a period of in one whole day. So that is a way of uh, understanding, it should be. So it, it should not be anywhere, it should not um, go beyond one gram. If it is uh, it's, uh, if done within one gram, if it is you are giving so, such type of cases where it requires to be given for a more number of days, then it is better to stick on to these doses. then it will be very uh, easy for us to be uh, um, in a day, no, at the, such an area where there is uh, no question of any side effects or untoward incidents. If it is to be given more than that, then it should be done under the supervision of the doctor and for a shorter duration. Later, it is better to be reduced to 1 gram per day dosages that will be very useful from the point of practice.
2: Thank you sir. Raghuram sir, please. I am, I am in total obligation with uh, Gurraza sir, so uh, that is the right way of uh, prescribing dose, I don't differ uh, in this. Uh, so this is the right way So to, to do. Uh, if extra dose need to be given, some uh, companies also have a Google DS like double strength uh, I'm not sure uh, how what do, what do they mean by double strength and how whether it is fortified or what exactly it is there. Uh, whether it is double the dose of uh, the Kanchanara gugulu or the Keshara gugulu, Yogaraja gugulu, whatever it is there. And there is also a practice uh, in North. Not I'm not uh, pointing towards North or South or whatever in India. North India, we are loading dose of gugulus are given. So we know certain practitioners who give. 4 tablets thrice a day, 4 tablets 6 times a day, so like loading dosage, so in uh, some Vikaras and uh, some uh, conditions. So that that I think uh, is too harsh to give in a larger dosage, as Gurraja Sir rightly pointed out, uh, the tolerance of every medicine will be limited to its own limitations and the classical reference is the standard reference for us, we will stick on to those reference. If large dose need to be given in some conditions, definitely it needs to be done under the supervision of the doctor. The doctor should be taking the decision and not the patient. Thank you, doctor, Sir. sir. Yeah.
0: And there is an interesting observation uh, out of experience of, of uh, this one. So the question is, sometimes I use uh, cancer to help with subclinical hypothyroid condition. It has a beneficial effect on thyroid condition, but no. Notice this leads to toes being very hard, very sensitive toes, like even a little touch would be very painful, looking like blood accumulation or Rakta-Pitta. Does Vata-Pitta condition have an effect on it? Uh, Guru sir, please, uh, how do you assess this? See, so very
1: typically in my practice, I have observed this congenital gulu and used in many, many patients, but I didn't notice or my, any, none of my patients have complained about uh, this type of uh, sensitivity, but there is a possibility of the person and if Google is not properly subjected for sure then uh, this type of uh, side uh, side effects or outward effects. So that needs to be taken care of and definitely the company which is being used taken, I taken mean, for the purpose here, the, the one who has asked the question and that needs to be taken care of whether they are following that the uh, proper method of uh, shodhana or not so that is one important thing the purification of a guggulu, subjecting before formation of the uh, manufacturing of the conventional google that needs to be taken care it should be from a very high and good quality resinous things and it should be subjected for triphala kashaya and such other kashayas in, uh, as prescribed in a classical text subjected for shodhana Then if it is required where we are using, we may even use certain drugs which are helpful in those conditions. Even with those results, the Bhavana can be given, one Shodhana can be given. So it's like that if you prepare, usually it won't come across any of the problems of these side effects or something like that. But taken care is that the patient should not be a pitta dominant person. If it is a pitta dominant person, then reduce the dose, then such type of things will not occur.
2: Uh, this overall uh, looks like a typical case. So generally we don't find uh, uh, such uh, untoward reactions as Guru has rightly pointed out. Uh, but it looks like a superseded condition of uh, a vatarakta here in this particular condition. Better to switch over from Kanchanara to Kaishara Gugulu at this particular point of time and observe if there are changes. Definitely I think these symptoms uh, can be handled if there is a switch over from Kanchanara Gugulu to Kaishara Gugulu at this particular point. So because it looks like a uh, superseded uh, vatarakka type of uh, uh, condition uh, in a subclinical hypothyroid condition so that may there may be a chance Gugulu should be an option, option here
0: that's a brilliant suggestion sir because kesharogul is useful in vascular disorders associated with uh, inflammation
2: for for some days until uh, there is a substantial relief even pochilakshan kashayam can be continuously used along with the uh, kasharagugulu i think uh, uh, later only kasharagugulu can be kept for a few days and uh, the observation, it should be observed, how the symptoms are responding
0: to that. Yes. And uh, does this patient has any in any other condition that needs to be considered? Yeah, usually in Pitta Prakriti persons, this could be a problem. And uh, coming to the, its usage in pregnancy, can it be used for at least, for Guru sir? can it be used for at least a few weeks or you would not recommend it at all? Generally?
1: Any Google preparation is not recommended in case of pregnancy. However, if it is required in a small dose, which can be used in case of any hypothyroidism associated in that pregnancy related issues, but we need to be careful and it should be observant and we should be repeatedly every quarter. We need to go for an ultrasonography to assess the growth of the fetus. If it is growing in a normal way and the predicted weight of the fetus is almost equal to the gestation period, then there is no issues. If it is any problem is noticed, slightest things, or maybe the growth is not up to the mark, then avoid it. All Gugulus need to be avoided during this period, particularly in pregnancy. Because the Purana Gugulu what we use, it is having a capacity to act as a karshana or it is a chelating material whereas in case of a fetus it is a growing one and it should not be subjected for chelation so that's the reason Ajara has also mentioned not to use us so as far as possible avoid it there is no other way you need to give it then give it in a small doses then observe these changes carefully any slightest variation if you observe in case of ultrasonic findings stop these medicines thank
0: you sir and uh, I have seen the usage of Guglu by some uh, doctors in respiratory conditions. The theory is that it contains Trikatu, Triphala and uh, Tvakpatra and Ela. So these, all these are used commonly in respiratory disorders. And because it has that, uh, you know, cyst breaking effect, if used in with suitable code rings like kanakasava or dashamula kattutraya dakshayam etc it can help break the phlegm deposit so that the breathing improves and also a little bit of anti inflammatory effect and kapha Hara effect can be seen and has seen some doctors considering it it has varuna kratayai nurvala although the dose or oh, sorry a proportion of it is very minimal compared to the other ingredients it has some uh, di- the water drainage or slash diuretic effect which again helps in improving the breathing uh raghuram sir please your comments on this
2: agree sir so when we see the srotho lakshana Sira Granti is one type of uh lakshana so there are uh, majorly four uh, uh, different uh forms of slothogusti that is contamination or obstructions of the transporting system in the body, the channels, what we can call it as strothus. Among them, Siragranti is one among them. siragranthi can be considered as cystic, nodular, any type of. So starting right from a small cyst to a big tumor, everything will be considered as a Siragranti. So probably with or without cumulative changes. So or having some secretions or whatever, when we look at the respiratory disorders, as you were telling uh, in conditions like a bronchitis, a chronic bronchitis, an asthmatic bronchitis, probably where there is a phlegm consolidation in the respiratory passages and it is very stubborn and it it itself appears like a grunty. So the consolidated uh, sputum or the phlegm, which is very, very stubborn and which is not coming out itself looks like a, so that may be a logic of uh, administering Kanchanara Gugulu. I personally have not administered Kanchanara Gugulu in respiratory conditions, but I think it is a wise choice to make it along with the disease modifying kashayas uh, like Kanadi Kashayam and Dasambula as you rightly mentioned with those Kashayams and uh, some medicines which are used for the respiratory conditions and Patya Patya if we can use uh, Gugulu. So I think that can be a game changer in respiratory conditions. And
0: I, because like we have published an article and many people ask different questions. So these are all are the indications from various practitioners with Gugulu these were indicated. I'm a, sorry, prescribed by other Ayurvedic doctors. Uh, I'm just putting it here for the, uh, this one. Uh, partially useful in, f- uh, some people use it in fallopian tube obstruction. Similar theory, probably as respiratory obstruction or seeragramthi. any tubercular cyst uh, with limited use, uterine tumor, fibroids, sub fibroid. fibroids, node in vast difference. For polycystic ovarian disease, ovarian cyst, again, water retention is a problem. And uh, again, there are cysts in the ovary, again, probably there it is useful. Endometriosis, I mean, this is not like I have used this. This is just various doctors' opinions that I'm collecting here. Lipoma, non cancerous breast lump, uh, liver cyst myositis. Blocks fallopian tube, again prolactinoma, gynecomastia. Gurus, says probably it is safe to say that it, it can be like partially useful in these even in like a cancer like I keep on getting questions like can it cure cancer or tumour etc. At the best it can be said as partially useful but may not be a cure.
1: In my practice I have observed that I use a combination of um, drugs in uh, particularly the uh, cancer patients after surgical intervention. Many times, I do get a uh, chance of diagnosing the patient to have uh, cancer for the first time in my clinic. So whenever we got an opportunity, we suggest them to go for the surgical intervention first. Then the uh, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, if it is not required, you can stop it and in that position, you can go for other treatment. So I usually go for the PET scan and I'll observe that whether there is any local spread or it may be distant metastasis. Based on that, I will select the drug. Usually when there is a local spread of lymph nodes, maybe one or two, then uh, maybe even to the 10-15, but it is locally, if the disease is locally restricted, then there is no distant metastasis. In that condition, preferably I go with Kanchanara and Gandamala Kandanarasa. There is a typical drug which can be made as a combination. But uh, um, before uh, what the discussions went on that uh, using Kanchanaguru in respiratory conditions I don't find it as uh, much useful because when there is a respiratory issues are there we have got still better and strong drugs like uh, Shwasakas Chintamani is there, Yoshaadi Vodaka is there, even Shwasakuta Rasa is there. There are plenty of drugs which can be even more penetrative in nature and can uh, produce the good results. So it's only thing is that when we don't have any of those same drugs, then only if Kanchanaguguru is there, then because of its ingredients and its nature, which can be used in the conditions, it's it's a limited usage. I cannot say it is a, clearly it is uh, going to be a game changer in respiratory system Ill- related diseases. If it is respiratory system diseases, then we have got better drugs to go with that. And in case of uh, cancers, from definitely the Kanchanaguguru is the primary drug. It may be even the primary cancer, even without the surgical intervention also we can use it. But as you directly pointed out, it is not going to cure the condition. It's only prevention or um, slowing down the spread that can be done. The only thing is that we are you can, we are, using this Kanchanalogogulu in many of the benign conditions. There is a nodular uh, appearance and nodular pathology is there, but it is a benign video. So in those conditions, definitely we can use it with a very good quantity also, if a patient could be able to tolerate, you can increase the dose very temporarily for the time being maybe for 15 days to one month, then reduce it to the normal dosages, then observe the changes. Many times I have seen um, multinodular goiter and even the goiter when the, uh, the uh, thyroid gland becomes somewhat solid and hard. When I use uh, kanchanaguru continuously along with the Tamsapatya Adikwatha, we have seen that uh, solid uh, tumor like uh, the material the thyroid gland it becomes a uh, soft over a period of time so that is an indication that definitely they are acting on that but of course it's again once again it's a very very long duration of the course of treatment maybe in few years it may take so that much time of uh, patient should be there for the patient as well as to the doctor
0: thank you sir uh and also in cases so like hypothyroidism and go- goiter etc diet and lifestyle changes play a very big role and uh, coming to the brands of cancer and uh, sir do you have any favorite brands before uh, we get to his answer this this can be there can be like personal biases like we tend to uh, go with like specific brands because we like them more so this answer will be having personal bi- bias and it doesn't mean that some other company manufacturing the this product is not great. Raghuram sir, please.
2: No, sir, I don't have any specific uh, uh, like favorite brands. So in fact, I've seen uh, uh, some of my students prepare, uh, I don't want to name in this particular context, prepare some uh, medicines, some of my colleagues prepare uh, these medicines very authentically in uh, like uh, uh, the Shastra way, so just like uh, as explained in the Shastra so with very much dedication and i have used those medications because in the friend circle because uh, in the student circle i have promoted not promoted i have used i have personally used those medic uh, medicines like even Kanchanara Guguru and Teshara Guguru for uh, the patients they have given outstanding results so very important is how the medicines are prepared how authentically they are prepared how much the ingredients and everything. And if there is a purification involved, how much that is taken care of and how authentically that particular medicine is prepared. So it depends on that. The quality totally depends on the dedication of preparation and everything put into that particular preparation. So I don't have a specific brand which I can promote or uh, recommend. Any good company which prepares these medicines in a good way, so, or really good. Guru sir please. Uh, Recently we have launched uh,
1: from uh, Pentacare a wide range of Gugulus wherein we have taken care how to manufacture it in a very classical way. We have done the Shodhana gugulu in such a way that and the preparation is made our dose of Kanchanal gugulu or any gugulu almost it becomes a classical whatever the dosage um, the the Acharya says, even we have reduced to 50% of that almost, sometime it is 60%. So within that dosage itself, we are getting the result as they are very much minute because all the ingredients are passed through 120 mesh, and Gugulu is subjected for clear cut uh, shodhana as explained by Acharya. And moreover, we have done special uh, shodhanas with a disease-specific before manufacturing it. So if you are interested towards the kachnar Gugulu then we will have an extra. Uh, with or the modification with Kanchanara Bark, Kashaya, something like the Mundi Kashaya still is added to that. So in this way we have done it and uh, particularly the Pentacare, Gugulus, uh, off-late I am using a lot of them and I didn't get any of the side effects as in any of the cases, not even a single one. And even of course, but even size is also very comparatively small when compared to any other brands in the market.
0: Sir, what is the common method of Shodhana Gugulu used by Pentacare?
1: So usually, generally, one is Trifla kashaya. then other one is we go for the hot water shodana first, means cleansing. Then later it is taken for Trifla kashaya. then we go for even sometimes if it is required, Gomutra shodana. and sometimes if it is required, we will go for the fortification with it. This is specific. In case of watering, then we'll go for an extra round of shodana with here and quarter. so like that we have done all these preparations
0: thank you sir and uh, there is a, a and like who has a minimum setup of manufacturing facility with uh, with all the fine powders pulverizer of good quality etc this is not a very hard Medicine to make just Google Shodhana and rest of the ingredients in specific quantities in fine powder form, pound, and get it. Could not be hard. I mean, although getting the market ready-made shape is a little bit of a challenge. Then, uh, then there is a question on like, what is the like, uh, uh, what are the common questions? Uh, sorry, oh, common side effects, or you know, to whom in specifically this is to be avoided. Uh, that has been already answered and uh, that, you know, in Pitta Prakriti person, uh, this this needs to be taken uh, with great care. And in Guggulu itself, in the Guggulu shloka itself, let me just pull that up. Because it contains 50% Guggulu, in the shloka of Guggulu itself, There's some spelling mistake, I can uh, excuse for that. But sour, strong, pungent and excessive spices, vivaya, shrama, atapa, exposure to severe sunlight, madhya, excessive alcohol, rosha, anger. Ragaram sir, all these suggest towards pitta dosha largely. And so with Gugulu, we need to be wary of pitta dosha. Correct sir?
2: Absolutely sir. Absolutely. So they point towards pitta and vata disturbances and imbalances. We need to be very cautious uh, using uh, guggulu. Guru dosage already Guru has rightly uh, pointed out that we shall follow the classical uh, references in terms of giving the dosages. If dose needs to be increased, definitely the uh, Vikruti should be analyzed and the doshas involved therein should be analyzed. And we need to check how much Vata and Pitta have been disturbed in comparison to the uh, Kapha. So, that is, relative imbalances of Vata, Pitta, and Kapha should be seen. As already we have seen in one particular condition where Kansanara Gugulu was given, uh, the Vatarakta type of symptoms have come up. So probably there was uh, uh, Pitta hidden behind the mask, which became very dominant in that particular uh, scenario. So there, uh, the Gugulu can be used, but there are different kinds of Guggulos in different Talashrutis of different diseases. We, we have choices. So when we have choices, definitely we can go to the other gugurus and overall seeing this is a or description of the Guguru as such here yeah, definitely we need to uh, take into cons- uh, consideration the Vata, Pitta uh, disturbing uh, things so like we can see Amlam, Tikshnam, Ajirnam, Vyavayam, Shramam, atapam Vyavaya, Shrama again they exacerbate Vata, Madhyam, Rosham again so Vata Pitta is uh, there so wherever there the, the particular word Tejit has been mentioned these particular things should be awarded So, the author is directly or indirectly hinting towards the observances of different doshas and their relative disturbances or the relative balance and imbalances. Definitely, Vata and Pitta should be taken care of.
0: And there is a question on, does a typical tablet exceed the normal allowed dose like one gram, as Dr. Guraja mentioned? So, uh, to answer that, first is that, uh, you know, different tablets have different doses. Mentioned it depends on... It depends on like, like the kind of ingredients you are used. So based on that, some, some maybe say just 125 mg to some, some uh, maybe Shana or 3 grams and general dose of uh, tablets, kalpana is explained up to 6 grams. So this is the general consideration uh, for most of the Ayurvedic tablets. So it depends upon the discretion of the Ayurvedic doctor while assessing the patient Uh, The extent of disease, strength of the patient, strength of Agni, so so on and so forth, many different factors are considered. So, this is like a typical tablet, that part answering. And in some cases, as in case of this Kantanara Gugulu, one masha is specifically mentioned. For all practical purposes, it is better to stick to one masha only. Unless the doctor, uh, unless the Ayurvedic Vaidya sees a special case, like explained by Raghuram sir and Guru sir, very rarely after due discretion and diligence, sometimes the rule is broken. Uh, Guru sir, please.
1: We need to be very careful in understanding these informations, different from content of Guguru in the tablet. See, in case of it weighs 250 mg, then Google content in that is 125 mg. So like that, in most of the Google's, it is somewhere around 40 to 50 percent is Gugulu. So what I have suggested is 1 gram, it is not for the Kanchanara Google, but it is for the simple Google. The content of Gugulu, if it is given more than 1 gram per day, then there is a chance of irritation causing a problem to the patient. So we need to allocate these things before prescribing.
0: Thank you sir. And uh, I think with respect to Kanchanara Gugulu. I think we have uh, answered all the questions. Raghu sir,
2: please. I think one more thing, uh, sir, uh, uh, many doctors don't uh, describe the methodology in which Google should be used, or with which saapana, anupana, with what it should be used, simply 111222, two, two. the dosage is indicated and it is given, the patient doesn't even know whether to take before food after-forward, after, food. is the tolerance, how much dosage has been given. Okay, some people Google it and some people surf and some people try to explore and some people question the doctor how to take this with what to take and many people they don't take because of the rush of the OPD especially if uh, these things are done in the OPD scenario and if we don't have some patient counselor outside who can explain these things to the patient so the patient will simply take the chit go purchase the tablets, go home, sit and there are four or five different medications so when to take the patient themselves will decide I'll take these things before food, these things after food and all those things probably they will search uh, some a Google and try to find out, OK, Kashyam should be taken before food. OK, I'll take before food. How much time before food? Not clear. Google how it should be taken. So these things are very important. So probably even results also are totally based on how a medicine particular, not only Google, how a particular formulation or a herb, whatever has been prescribed, it should be explained to the patient. So that is our responsibility, how it should be taken, with what it should be taken. When it should, What is the Aushata Sevanakala? What is the time period in which it should be taken? All these things, if they are correctly followed, the desired results will be obtained. Otherwise, leave apart. If the results are not found, it is okay. If it gives something untoward, if generally we have uh, like uh, a taboo, like nothing can happen with these drugs or with these formulations or with these medicines. If the dosage and the method of usage is, has not been explained, Definitely the patient will not be benefited by those things when they come to the follow-up. They will definitely have complaints that We have taken these medicines all these medicines. They're very genuine. They have taken all the medicines But the results are not there why because the proper methodology of taking those medicines have not been explained to the patient So this is very important Before disposing of the patient from the clinic make sure that everything has been explained by the doctor or some juniors who are counseling the the patients everything needs to be explained and if in doubt please contact so and so person there should be a person who should be solving the doubts of the patient so if a hospital or a clinical setup has somebody who can answer those queries doctor cannot do in the busy schedules if somebody can do this i think it will be definitely good all medicines will yield very good results especially if the diagnosis is made properly and if the medicines are uh, explained properly how when with what they should be taken Thank you, uh,
0: Raghuram,
2: I have even seen uh, people just take Gugulus for years together. Just one time they go to the doctor, some Kanchanara or Kaishara Guguru has been prescribed. They just keep on popping up with uh, just like vitamin capsules or something. They keep on popping up with water, just water, sometimes refrigerated water, sometimes with coffee, sometimes with buttermilk, whatever liquid is available at that particular time, they will pop up. So I don't think this does justice to those medicines or the patients.
0: As ironical as it might seem. It it might seem, I have had a, a patient just like one or two months had prescribed, but he took it for like two, three years together. That I, happens. I don't know, there is some affinity of patients towards gugulutalus. Anyway, I mean, patient education uh, is utmost important, I, as you rightly pointed out. There's a question on like a, a ruthucharya, which we'll take up a little later. Probably this question is, needs a shorter answer so i'm taking it uh do we ask to discontinue if nasya burns the nasal passage which Uh medicine was used for nasya is not mentioned what can be done what can be the reason for burning how do we decide the right medicine in that situation suppose assuming that some strong like tulsi swarasa or something was used assuming that what is the answer
2: yeah, see, uh, there may be different uh, conditions in which burning sensation occurs. Generally, when we use uh, the uh, tailas uh, in the form of nasya, maybe a taila, maybe a chirabala taila, mild to moderate burning sensation and irritation will be there uh, to the patient. Now, a new practitioner may panic, a new doctor who has never witnessed. Naseya are doing it for the first time all by themselves or advising the patient to do like a Even a Pratimersha nasya, which is all done by the patient themselves. They can do it So in such conditions there is mild to moderate burning sensation and as you said the dosage if it is used in excessive Atiprayoga, also it can cause uh, some bur- not only burning sensation it will be associated with other conditions also maybe like a headache Excessive secretions uh, uh, Sore throat and almost uh, something some uh, uh, noises in the ears many uh, many patients have complained so there may be many complications if things are not done in a proper way the snehana and swedana which are done as uh, uh, the prequisites before just before doing the nasya if it is carried out in uh, uh, the panchakarma clinic or uh, the hospitals a krama nasya which has been done so if these things are skipped or done in excessive or excessive swedana is given excessive steaming is given just before the nasya that may also already start the burning sensation inside the nostrils, and upon that, the nasya is uh, uh, drops are dropped. Larger dosage again. The nasya medicine, which is very very hot, so the temperature of uh, the oil should be checked before putting it into the nostrils. A physician or an intern or somebody doing it for the first time. When the patient complains there is burning sensation, they may panic. OK, I have selected the wrong medicine. I have done the procedure in a wrong way. No. It is, even the students should learn from the student's life itself. It is quite natural for stride to. Because we are inserting some medicine, which the nose has not been accustomed to. In I'm speaking about nasia, It has not been accustomed to. It's a foreign body. When we put there, it will tend to react. There is some reaction. So burning sensation, mild to moderate, definitely it is there in the uh, nausea. I think, uh, so these things should be taken care of, where exactly it has gone wrong, whether whether it is for the first time done, and it is a panic situation, or it is a hot oil, or large quantity of uh, the medication has been used. So what what is that which is causing the burning sensation? Fine, if everything is done properly, and still if the patient is experiencing the burning sensation, everything has been methodically done and the patient is experiencing the burning sensation, that may show that the person is having a high intolerance. It may be an individual case, the person is having high intolerance. Then slight modulations with the terms of dosage and other things can be done. Nasya done at the wrong part of a day. Nasya has been specified at particular points of day, it should be done. Pratimasya can be done at different points of the day, but Nasya, at which part of the day it should be done, when it should be done, even if these rules and regulations are not followed and arha and anarha, we have conditions like who fits into the nasya therapy and who doesn't fit into the nasya therapy, indications and contraindications, if the physician doesn't know in some contraindicated condition, if the nasya is done, so that may also pose some problem. So nasya is not a simple therapy, so Mm -hmm. because it is mentioned among the panchakarma, it should have a weightage, one fifth of the five important tools of Ayurveda, it should be done. After doing everything properly, if, st- if still the patient is having some intolerance, then the medicine shall be discontinued. And then the doctor can attempt with the same medication or a change in medication, if there is an alternate source for that. As you already said, uh, as Heber rightly pointed out, Tikshnadriviyas may be with the Shunti, uh, that is a ginger, or with Tulsi, Osimum Sanctum, with these things are dravyas They're very sharp in nature. When nasya is done with those varasas, also it is highly intolerable. Many people don't tolerate when nasya is done with powders, especially and with juices, fresh extracted juices. There are very various forms. Dhumanasya, if it is given in the form of smoke, it can cause dryness and burning sensation. Which form of nasya we are using, that is also important. So, seeing all these things, if still the person is having a problem, so then it's not the methodology it's not the physician it's not the dose it's not the pattern then the medicine needs to be discontinued for some time try with some other medications try with some other uh, medicine at some other point of time the ruto again the season is also season in which we are doing the nasya is also very very important in a cold season in a cloudy season if the nasya is done so it can cause some complications like a stuffy mouse some people may experience with uh, post nasal drip and also burning sensation and all those things so and the last one is the paschat karma. After doing the nasya, there are some indications which we should tell the patient to go home or if it is in a clinical setup, we will ask them to do like maybe a warm water water gargle or something. And at what time the food should be taken? The person should not be exposed to the cold things and other things after doing nasya. There are so many restrictions and contraindications and indications in paschat karma. That is in the follow-up. It is not the follow up after the therapy. It is a daily follow up after every anesthesia. If those things are not followed, also it is uh, it can lead to various symptoms like burning sensation. So so many things need to be taken care of while doing these uh, therapies. If and it should be the physician who should judge why the patient is complaining the burning sensation. As I said, the golden rule is if after doing everything in a correct way. If the patient is still having the burning sensation stop that therapy and try with a different medication of, after some times, uh, after some days and if it is not mandatory go with some alternate therapy the person's nose is hypersensitive to medicines any type of medicines if you use Anutaila it is giving some burning sensation and other reactions after some time you give a gap of 15 days and start with Chadbindu. again give a gap and start with Shirabala whatever you are using the person is having the burning sensation, it is not anything but the nose which is in trouble. There is hypersensitivity. There are many people whose nasal cavity is very, very, very sensitive to certain medications. They cannot tolerate any form of medication. Plan B should be taken for those people. Thank you, sir. Gurus, sir,
0: as explained very well by R- Ragram, sir, considering that it is a serious business. Uh, in if someone is... Getting burning sensation, what could be the remedial measures?
1: Please? See, whenever there is a burning sensation, if a patient really concerned and is the way is expressing, I'm getting severe burning sensation, then the process has to be halted even in the earlier stage. If it's already done, then there is a problem, then we need to go for something which is soothing in nature, like it may go for a, something like that, which can be beneficial. For example, a, Warm, a room temperature uh, level, something like a shirabala thaila, it can also be added. If a person has developed irritation because of shirabala thaila only, then you need to stop the process or the procedure and wait for a certain time to get the things done out. And if it is possible, which whatever it comes to the mouth isn't, you can sneeze it out and take it off. That can be, you can avoid it. But still, using a ghee is also one of the options even sometimes even a little bit of uh, what you call um, coconut oil they can kind of plain coconut oil can also be soothing in nature that can also be used so all these things are the possibilities but we need to understand what particular type of oil has given an irritation whether the irritation was to the standard level or it is more than that that needs to be understand before going for any
0: uh, interventions thank you sir and uh, that brings us to the end of this session thank you for all the wonderful questions and on behalf of us all of our students my words of gratitude to uh, raghuram sir and guru Rajya, sir. thank you sir thank you all namaste